Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, your host, and so, so, so grateful you've joined us on another episode if you are a returning listener. And again, I look at the downloads, I see the states and cities and countries. I know some of you that are downloading, and I so, so appreciate it. And many thanks for your loyalty to this podcast. Sincerely appreciate you spreading the word to others who you think might value these insights to help them navigate their careers with confidence. And I will tell you also, for if you are a new listener, simply thank you. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope, hope, hope I provide enough value that not only will you return, but also tell others about this amazing resource. Now, The way I like to start these episodes, again, as you know me, is I love starting with a bit of an icebreaker about what is going well for me. It's a conversation between you and I getting to know each other, and I like going first and sharing what is going well in my life. And, you know, I'll go back to something I've shared with you multiple times. When I set up my strategy for this year, I know there's a lot of things I'm not sure how I'm going to get to, but I had some guiding principles about making this year simple. The theme is simplicity. And I will tell you, I got this concept from Jeffrey Shaw. Again, he is the leader of the uh, Entrepreneurial Spirit and Institute, and he is just a great leader. Check him out, Jeffrey Shaw. He every year sets a theme as well as some goals and guiding principles. And I've adopted that practice and it has really, really, really served me well. But On the line of simplicity, I kept it simple this year with the three things that I'm going to focus on is investing in my own platforms, not chasing others. I'm investing in my reach to find more of you out there that I can serve or share my insights with. And lastly is my well-being, which has been a journey. And I feel amazing. I feel like I have so much energy to be able to serve you. But I'll speak a bit about investing in self. And I'm so excited. I I met this amazing person, Carol Eckerly, who is an image impact coach. And about two years ago, we had an amazing photo shoot for which you now see some of my photos on social media and in my communications. It was just such a great experience, but I needed a refresh. It had been two years, and I just wanted a new set of photos to be able to use when I try to communicate with you. And the best part of it was I knew what I wanted when I went in there. I had so much more confidence. And then I found somebody, a coach, Carol, to help me navigate through the images that I wanted to use to be able to share with you. Because again, it's about relationship building. Quite a few of you, we don't know each other. But when I put those images out there on social media, it's a way for me to connect with you and start building that trust long before we ever meet. And so this session was so exciting. I was confident. They listened to exactly to what I needed. We did the pictures. And I'm so grateful now that I'm starting to share them. Soon my website will be updated. My social media assets will be updated. But it's just an amazing feeling when I invest in myself and then see the results and the impact. I feel amazing. 
And it helps propel me to move forward. And I want you to also think about how do you invest in yourself? And when you achieve those goals or or things that you're trying to get to, how do you feel? And is it part of who you're becoming? So I just want to start off with that. But let's go into this week's theme. It's a little bit about personal habits and goals as we're moving through our year and trying to get things done, especially during the summer months. And one of the things that I have found with so many people, and it's it's in the area of communication, when we're trying to get things done and people are on vacation, your internal resources around, you are finding it so hard to get people to respond to you if we must via email. But I want to share with you some of my insights, my email hack about how we can be a more empathetic leader. And in the being an empathetic leader with our communications, I promise you, I promise you, people are going to respond to you much faster. And so a couple things I want to start with. And again, it's not quite the framework yet. I want to set the stage, give you a few tips to think about, but I will start with what not to do. And I usually don't start with what not to do. But what not to do is an important point versus simply telling you what you should be doing. Do not start an email with, I need that report by the end of the day. If you don't do this, it's going to put us in jeopardy. Deb. Oh my, that is not going to get a response. You forgot the hello, (laughs) you forgot the salutation, and you were not very empathetic in your communication. You're going to hurt relationships. You're going to shut people down. So that's what's not to do. But here are some things that I want you to think about is lead with gratitude. Always thank the person or acknowledge them in a positive tone. Always acknowledge the other party. And if nothing else, there is a human on the other side. And when we start from a place of humanity, I promise you, everything is going to go better. The next thing I want you to think about is there always has to be a call to action. And you need to do this early in your communication. And I want you to think about what is the outcome we want to achieve with this particular communication? Have that in mind as people's time is short and they need to know how they can serve or respond to you. Just know what you want to achieve at the end. Another thing I want you to think about when you communicate with email and being empathetic is if there are a lot of details, a lot of details, please, please, please put them in the attachment, put an offer in for a call. Do not kill them with a long email. It moves you away from being seen as an empathetic and respectful person. Instead, you're hijacking their time. It is about connecting with a human first in being an empathetic person. I just want you to get their attention first and then show that you care about them. Put the details in the attachment And just be very intentional. They will return in kind and be responsive to you. And this is so important during the summer session or the summer months because when they do come back from vacation or when they have time to respond, you might find that you are going to get a much higher response rate than others because you have led with empathy. So I just wanted to put that out there. I'm going to go into the framework a little bit later, but I will tell you a little bit about a personal story with my experience in doing this. When I think about this, and I had a particular leader that I was engaging with, it was a plant manager at a previous company. I knew them to be very often in their technology. 
But I know that when I communicated with them in a very concise manner, they got back to me very fast. And again, I'll give you the framework, but when I found out how they wanted to be communicated with, maybe not email versus text, and when I used this with them, I will tell you the kind of response rate I got was, Deb, thank you. I know this is important. I'm out of town for a couple of days, but can you put a meeting on my calendar to discuss this important topic? They cared enough about me because I was empathetic and cared to keep the communication very short. Now, I'm going to draw a parallel to this in the world of social media, when maybe you send out an email, an email campaign, people often cite open rates and click rates. And people will say that, hey, they got an open rate, I'm just going to say 20%, or you got a click rate of like 3 to 5%, you are doing great. Mm, no. In the world of trying to communicate with your ideal customer or the person that's important, I promise you, if you follow this framework in my world, in my world, you are going to get an open rate of 100% and a response rate of 80%. Now, don't take me to the bank on this, but I want you to think about what I will be sharing with you shortly because it's, again, being empathetic. It is empathetic that's going to get you what you need. My emails were short to this plant manager, and they did communicate to me very fast, and we were able to continue to get work done even during the summer, during challenging times when we weren't in the office. It is the key to being empathetic and connecting with others in order to get the work done. Now, I know you hear I am a bit passionate about this. But ultimately, when I keep talking to you, it's about you being able to navigate challenges with confidence. And part two of that statement is, I want you to struggle less. I want you to struggle less so you don't have to work as hard and spend more time doing the things that you love to do. Now, if this sounds interesting, I'm going to be giving you a framework. Stay tuned. I'm interrupting this episode to offer an absolutely free networking and educational opportunity I have created and I want you to be there. If you're a mid-level manager that loves your team and has a desire to accelerate your leadership growth, it is possible for you to become that executive leader in the next 24 months. Regardless of your area of specialty, and I know so many of you are talented, you have what it takes to be on the front line collaborate with others, and get the job done. However, let me show you how to leverage that specialized knowledge to create solid connections with other leaders while shifting your focus from day-to-day leadership skills to long-term CEO strategy. Head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on the Drop-In CEO Collective to register for your next meeting. Now, back to the conversation. So here's the framework. (laughs) I'm going to get right to the point. And I'm actually going to tell you that I learned a little bit of this from my sensei, my, my master black belt in the area of lean methodology. Lean methodology, lean email, lean texting is a surefire way of getting to the point and getting the results that you want. So the subject line, number one, get to the point. The subject line should be crisp concise, and even a call to action, such as in the subject line, response needed, approval of project to secure funds. Mm. Can you be more direct than that? 
It is concise and to the point, and you will get their attention. It shows you care, and you want to help them to help you. Now, number two, (laughs) always start with a salutation, but gratitude. Thank them for the attention in this matter. Thank them for information previously provided by them. Even if their communication was off color or not nice or not respectful, I do advise you to take the high road and be human. For example, if they said something like, I attach what you needed, didn't you see it? <laughs> You're, you must respond in kind, but with gratitude. Thank you for sharing that previously supplied information to help us close on that purchase order. Now that I have it, let's move forward. Again, take the high road, lead with gratitude. I'm even working with a client right now. They are all the people that are in my ecosystem. I see every email that they put out. They are starting with a thank you. It's going to get you a better result. So the next thing is the call to action. Be clear on what you need. Again, we're talking about getting a purchase order done or a deal done. You could then say in your call to action, with this information in hand, I will generate the purchase order and it will come to your inbox, which is going to need approval by July 7th. Again, be crystal clear. Don't get it all mixed up in lines and lines of code and email. The next thing, number three, offer for help. Again, people are so, so busy. They may not know what the next step is. Maybe they're not really good at responding all the time, or maybe they're delayed. After you've given them to call to action, number three, offer to help. Set up a meeting to walk them through what you provided them. A quick call to explain the details to enable them to make a decision. You know, they might not have all the context. They've got so many emails and things that they're dealing with. But you, being an empathetic person, are taking the time to make sure they clearly understand what is important so they can help you get what you need to get done. And finally, show respect. (laughs) Please respect their time in this email. Nothing longer than five sentences. Three are better. Make sure that the details are in an attachment. Reference, there's more details behind this in the attachment. And then close with a respectful salutation. Again, gratitude. Be crystal clear about the call to action of what you're looking for and a way to help them respond or make a key decision. There you have it. Now, I promise you, by communicating in this way, you will be seen as an empathetic leader to the person you're communicating with and get a much higher, faster response rate because you are seen as someone that respects others and their time. This is all about building relationships. I know I give you hacks or things to help you be more efficient, get a higher open rate, get a higher response rate. But just know we are working with humans here. We need to show respect. We need to show gratitude. We need to deliver information in a way that they can consume it quickly and know that you care about them and they will be willing to provide value or the responses in kind. So tag, you're it. (laughs) Tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. It is now time for you to think about what I've shared with you. Use this information to help you be more efficient and be seen as that leader that people want to help because you're empathetic in your communications. And here's the hidden gem, the hidden secret here. If you do it, watch how many people are going to start writing emails and communicating in the same way. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you to tell me, hey, this is rubbing off. 
you led with empathy because you cared about how you communicate, because you cared about the other humans. Now watch the other humans do the same. Remember, it's about leaving your legacy. People are watching you as a leader. And if you exhibit the right behavior, they're going to start reacting the same way. And hence, you've left your legacy. So anyway, that is the framework. Those are my thoughts for you to help you get to be seen as more of an empathetic leader, especially in your communications. If you have any questions about this, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. Message me. It is me there responding to all your questions. I would be happy to help you. And it also gives me an opportunity to meet you, meet you, my listener. I am so grateful that you are with me today. But also, also, I offer another way for us to interact with each other. It is called the Drop-In CEO Collective. It is a once-a-month forum that I offer offer at two times for people like you, whether you're a business leader navigating challenges or up and coming in your career. I am here for you. We meet for 50 minutes. We get to know a few people. I get to know you. We go through maybe a short lesson that'll help you with some of your essential skills. But the best part of it is, is the spot coaching, the spot coaching that you have maybe on this topic or anything that is relative right now, just in time for your leadership. And I will be there to help you. And the beauty of it is the collective of the other people attending may also be able to help you navigate those challenges with confidence. That is my way of helping you because I care about all of you out there so, so much because I was one of you. I struggled. I didn't have a support system and I want to provide that to you. So there you have it. Another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Thank you so much for dropping in and sharing a few moments together. I do hope it was helpful. I want to wish you well and much success. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who will find it useful and inspiring. When you share this podcast, it allows me to continue to help C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow to navigate their challenges with confidence. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.